0: Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where and where you're listening to this show from. My name is Denise Belil, and I'll be your host today. We're talking today about how you're struggling with what is next in your career. So let's find out. Hello and welcome to the Mink Life Motivation live show. We're so happy to have you all here. Welcome, Jennifer, and welcome, Amy. Thank you. Hi. So today we're going to be talking about, um, oh yeah, and also co-host on the couch. So whomever is listening right now, be sure to place your comment in the chat because we can read them. And any comments, rude remarks are welcome. So. We're looking forward to start this show. So we're going to start with the first question. Why are you passionate about helping people with their career using your zone of genius? So I'll start with Jennifer.
1: Mm, Yeah, so I'm so excited for this one because I feel like there's a big movement that people are shifting from career to calling, right? To be able to move out of corporate and different systems and structures and really coming into their own. So that's what gets me excited and actually have my own perspective on passion, which is pass I on when you break up the word, that I is your soul's expression of what you're here to pass on in this lifetime. And something I discovered through my multiple career changes. So super excited for this conversation.
0: Thank you so much, Jennifer. I love I love how you you put that together and pass eye on. Yeah, that's great. I love that. I never heard that, so I'll remember that for a long time. And what about you, Amy? How what's your perspective on that?
2: Well, I hope I can be as succinct as she was. Um, oh, you don't have to be. I, <laughs> well, so so my passion is helping um, specifically women start businesses. You know, I think that when um, women have an idea, it is usually helping society, helping other women, helping our community. And I am just, I want women to start businesses instead of nonprofits. And I think that there's so many steps along the way, um, with getting a business idea started, you know, it doesn't have to be this huge, massive, scalable thing. I want it to be, Hey, I've got a passion for, um, you know doing this design work and how can i get this from an idea to an actual business and that's where i just like get really really excited and my first tip for everyone if they have a business idea is twofold first of all get a notebook like i have probably 50 notebooks on my desk right now maybe close to that and write down all of your ideas, like just get it all out of your head and write it down and then start telling everyone about it.
0: Hmm. We can
2: dig in on that later. Yeah, that's very (laughs)
0: interesting. Thanks for that tips. And, um, and I love that you say, you know, I'll make it short. You don't have to, we're here for a great conversation and to, (laughs) to talk about, you know, how we feel about those answers. And for me, why am I passionate about helping people with their career with my zone of genius? I have, yeah, I've helped people like focusing on their outrageous goal and helping them really see the big pictures initially, but then breaking it down to knowing what they need to do right now. And for me, the what I realized, the testimonial I got from people that did this uh, breakthrough system it was amazing. They they have a clear map of where to go. It's like setting up the GPS with all this stuff in between and knowing exactly where you're gonna go, how long it's gonna take to get you there, and where else you gotta do once you get to that mid destination and move on. And and it's very important for me because just like uh, Amy was saying, people that start their businesses too often it end up being a nonprofit business because people don't make money and i love what she said about that we're here to start businesses and too often unfortunately people don't have plans so we need to plan we need to set up a roadmap with pit stop because it's not a direct road it's not a straight line you go here you go there and then you can uh, find out at the end having you know helping them in their career and moving forward. So all the comments were pretty amazing. Can I I kind of another nonprofit?
2: (laughs) Yeah, we don't like I mean, nonprofits are great, but um,
0: it's a hobby, right? It's like a a business or a hobby.
2: When women make money, they invest in other women. They invest in other things that are happening in their community. They're doing good things. Having like making money is a great thing. You do not have to set yourself up for a nonprofit. Like, you can still use your profits for great things. Um, But I have one thing that I'd love to, like, I sometimes tell people that they should just get started without having all of the answers. So I love having a plan, but I'm more of a, like, let's just get out there and and start and see, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: like, just start testing things. I um, have been teaching first time teaching a class in entrepreneurship and the business mindset. And um, getting out there and testing is number one thing to do. Because sometimes you have a plan and then you get out and you get into the market and you're like, oh, wait. That's not
0: right absolutely absolutely there's always that's why when i send my email in my emailer they say you know do you want to do a and b so that you can test it out and see which one responds better so testing is the best way to to go forward for sure
2: Mm
0: -hmm. all right i think we're ready for the next question why is understanding the shift in your career important for professional to thrive in the life and business so now we'll start with uh, Amy. Well, I don't know if I, ha- I have fully understood
2: all of my shifts in my careers, um, but I will say that I've recently had a career, sh- like two big career shifts in the past year that I wasn't expecting. And if I hadn't allowed them to happen, I wouldn't be where I am right now. And I wouldn't have grown even to be on this show. Um my business was had its worst year ever in 2022. And I was having lunch with some girlfriends on the fourth of July, because that was the only day we could get together, and telling them about some of my struggles and you know, something that I kind of wanted to do in the future, and which was write a book. And my friend said, why would you write a book? You're a talker. Why don't you do a podcast? And I did. And if I hadn't embraced that shift and hadn't dug into having that um, scary opportunity in front of me, um, the podcast that I have created has been one of the most rewarding things that I've ever done in my professional career. So leaning in to something um, in that uncertainty is, I guess the biggest understanding that I've uh that I'm still trying to understand I guess is what I'm saying
0: Hmm, that's great thank you so yeah sometime we it's good to have also like you sitting around with your girlfriend and and getting feedback from what you think you want to do and then say hey you're not a writer you're a talker so <laughs> do something with that and 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 you agree that it's the best thing they could have done so that's great fantastic so what about you jennifer Mm. why is understanding the shift in your career important for professional to thrive in your life and business
1: when i hear that what i think about is the caterpillar right the caterpillar takes so many different forms before it ever becomes a butterfly and that butterfly is where we get to thrive where we feel free and expansive and grow and Recognizing our evolutionary path that we're taking and how we're growing into that as in business as well, having an evolutionary business where we get to thrive and recognizing how we can thrive in our life as well. For me, those many forms, I can really relate to that because I have shifted career forms 16 different times. So I have a degree in honor psychology. I actually thought I was going to be a clinical forensic psychologist, believe it or not, (laughs) when I was studying in university. And then just kind of worked through the various systems, different populations I was working with, you know, federal offenders, domestic violence, homelessness, addiction, all kinds of barriers that were faced uh, going through all the things that dispirit us, that brings us down. And this is something I've been passionate about since I was so young and so observant on how much control and framework of our reality is formed and shaped by external influences, right? And for me, moving through those 16 different types of jobs in the field was really wanting to experience all of that, what's creating barriers, but always recognizing where I reached a plateau And I wasn't growing. I wasn't feeling I was being particularly effective anymore. It was just kind of the same thing every day. We kind of live by default. It becomes routine. It's not really growth then. It's the comfort zone. And so I always felt led to something greater. I really felt that calling and that pull to experience that something more. Maybe I was on a quest to find that something more, more meaning, more purpose, where I can have more impact, where I can grow myself as well so my personal and professional development always went hand in hand throughout my life and continues to do that as you say the path is not linear we keep moving through that and i think that's important for us to be able to thrive is to grow and experience new things and have exposure to different circumstances people situations and life you know that's why i love to travel as well so i get to experience and immerse myself in different cultures, environments, and experiences, and see how I can relate to that. Notice the parts of me that become alive or inspired by that or triggered by that, which is also a growth process. There's times where I stayed in situations way too long. I had this wait-and-see attitude and would tolerate things that uh, maybe I shouldn't have for so long. And that's, that's really wasting our time, our precious time and energy on those things when we could be having such a happier, more vibrant kind of life. So I think it is important to understand how those shifts can help us thrive and to recognize like, why did this happen? Why did I get laid off or any of those types of things to look into the deeper understanding of that.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I, I agree with you change and shifting is so important. And I'll come back to what Amy was saying about testing earlier. And and I agree with that also, because when I work with my client, working on that map and that plan, but it's something you review daily and weekly and monthly and yearly and every six months if necessary, and shift and be flexible when you move ahead and you see what you have accomplished and say, hmm. I didn't really work hard on that part. Is it because I'm lazy? Or is it really because it was not something I was passionate about and I don't want to do? So then you're, you re-evaluate and say, hmm, okay, let's try something else this month and see how the energy shift, how the uh, outcomes shift. So being flexible and understanding in your business that every time you try different something, so you try something different. I put a French thing there. When you try something different, it allows you to to experience something else and to move forward. Forward. I have Marilyn in the chat that says um, what a lot of wisdom and knowledge you require those, through those shifts. So whenever you shift, when you do a lot of shifting, you learn. You learn from yourself. You learn from um, the experience that you've had in that position, in that path, in that, you know, little snippet of career you might have taken and you know what you know and you know what you don't know and then you can change and do something else so thank you ladies that was very good answers i really appreciate that and then marlin said again what's great is your podcast can be a book yes of course that's the that's the goal (laughs) And Marilyn's very active on the couch. So thank you, Marilyn. And she says, I love the energy and enthusiasm that is created when I work with entrepreneurs to brainstorm about their business. Absolutely. Like putting mine together to work towards an outcome. I think it's pretty amazing.
2: I mean, that's actually one of the things that I am the most passionate about is um and, and I think all of the shifts that I've been able to experience in my career are because I have been able to start brainstorming with other people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, here's an idea, here's something I'm thinking yeah. about, or here's something I'm struggling with. And when I'm able to share that with a friend or a trusted business colleague, we can start to come up with other,
0: uh, other opportunities. It transform into something, right? It's a exactly. metamorphing into something else
2: right and so and that's the energy the enthusiasm but also just the wisdom and the insight that you can get yeah from other people
0: fantastic thank you so much what's our next question such great answers so let's stay inspired so how has your career shift been a problem for you in the past and how did you overcome it so let's start with uh, Amy this time I need Okay, I'll talk with Jennifer. Go drink some water. <laughs> <coughs> well, I, I,
1: I touched on this a little bit actually with the last answer, is when I reached that plateau. And that became a problem because I loved what I did. I loved the people I worked with. I was working in a job that was very, had all the ergonomics that I needed the pension, the benefits, a good income, the stability, all of the things that you know, make us feel safe and secure and comfortable. But the shifts needed to happen anyway, because I, I wasn't thriving. It was just like I said, that day to day and not really feeling like I was living. So to overcome that was really getting in touch. What would really make me happy? What kind of conditions would help me thrive? And then opening up to the spirit. And that's one of my favorite quotes that I have is that free your spirit to direct the life that you're meant to live. Because it's that spiritual energy that moves us that gets remembered long after we leave this earth. And my energy is so much enthusiasm for life and everything. I literally get excited about everything. It's just so joyful. And I love that wonder of what's next? What else is possible? And so overcoming it is being open to those possibilities, being open to what else can be a part of our life and help us grow. And continuing on that path has really helped me to thrive and to grow and to experience more of life and what it offers.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. I love that, you know. And uh, so now, are you okay, Amy? Can you talk? I'm fine. (laughs) I'm so sorry about
2: that. Like it just- Oh, no worry.
0: I mean, you know, we didn't want to see you croak croak on the show, so I hope you're okay. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Um, so how have the career shift been a problem for me, it, um,
0: and how did you, you know, mine are.
2: and how did I overcome it? Mine, um, have been kind of like, like hard on my relationships, right? Like when I've done career shifts, um, because sometimes I was spending a ton of time on my project which meant then I wasn't spending as much time with my husband or with my kids. And I, I would have to kind of stop myself a lot of times and say, okay, let me let me reorganize my thoughts so that I know that I'm not gonna come in stressed out as I'm picking my kids up. Um, you know, so, so overall wanting to be really intentional and, but it, it's caused real big problems, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And not big problems like I'm still like everything is fine. But it um, when I have started a new podcast or started a new venture or started teaching or any of the new things that I've done in my life, I tend to get very in my head. And reminding myself to get out, um, reminding myself that this has nothing to do with how my husband and I relate to each other. I don't need to be stressed out when I walk in and talk with my kids. Um, So I don't know if I've always done the best job with it, Um, but I try to just remind myself on a pretty regular basis that this is all of me, but I don't have to let all of that stress go to all of my relationships.
0: Mhm mhm. Yeah, that's that's very true. Often we put more pressure on ourselves than we need to and the self-judgment and the self-pity or whichever way we we sabotage right. ourselves, you know, with our thought and and often like all we need is like for example you're talking about your family is have quality time with your family and spend, you know, like dedicated mm-hmm. time and say, okay, we're together now, no business. Right. And maybe right. that's all they needed. Right. Like without you putting your, all that judgment on yourself. And, and when we, like, for me, like a shift that was, you know, might've been difficult. And then I overcome it is it's actually when COVID hit, I, um, I was actually doing coaching part-time. I was doing massage, body work part-time and I was working half the time uh, helping an elderly lady and then I had to shift I had a car accident I had a concussion a whiplash and then I couldn't work anymore because of COVID I couldn't do body work and so I had to it was difficult it was a difficult six months after the accident to to change my life around and come out with no income for a while and it was uh, it was quite challenging but then i persevere and i move forward more obviously into my business because that's i couldn't i didn't want to do bodywork massage anymore because after 20 years i've had enough but but that shift that transition and now i'm super happy that i've made that decision but the transition itself it took determination it took drive it took uh waking up in the morning and say you are making the right decision move forward move forward and and the thing of the past things that you might have done that were not proper or different decision i've made and i used to say like just my cup right it's all good you can't change the decision you made yesterday you can't predict how the decision you make today is going to affect tomorrow all you can do is live right here right now and appreciate today and that's how i grew in the last 3 years into into living my life into being more Um, into the present. I live a lot more in the present right now. I'm not putting all the stress in the future. I'm not worrying about things that happened in the past because I can't change them. So that's how I was able to shift and overcome the things that didn't go right and be able to move forward. So, oh, and Marilyn on the couch, she said, fear, what will happen? What have I done? (laughs) Look at the positive and any changes. So that's positive. That's true. There's always good in everything. And another Facebook user says, you are dying. If you're not growing, spend time to realize that everything is happening for the next unfolding. Yeah. Just stay positive today, because if you're negative today, you're going to bring negative moving forward. But if you stay positive, if you say like that story, I'm three feet from the goal and just keep moving, you know, the, the, the gift is right around the corner. But if you don't take that step, you'll never know. So now keep networking. Who should you ask for help when you are trying to make a move in your career? So we'll go with Amy. Who should have for oh, help? Oh this
2: this is like probably one of my favorite topics ever. And um I like I said, I was teaching this business class to college kids and I said the number one thing you need to do is is network all the time um so who should you talk with first about the next steps in your career i think you should talk to the person with whom you feel the most comfortable and you trust Mm -hmm. their advice right so so start with your comfortable comfort zone um and after that and and that might be it might be a friend it might be a neighbor it might be a coworker, it might Mm -hmm. be a former colleague um you know, look to them to, and then see who else they know. Um, And constantly expand your network. Um, I think that everyone you sit down with for networking hopefully will give you like one or two connections um, and additional resources to network with, right? So, saying, oh, well, I met with Jennifer and I think she's going to be really great um, to to help talk about one of the things that that you discussed. And I think it's okay to ask people if they have any suggestions or know anyone else in their network who you can speak with. Um, and, and then go through your LinkedIn and see who else is on there. People in general like to have the opportunity to help others. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really Absolutely. like to have the opportunity to to make connections and to open doors. Um, so to not be nervous or afraid about that, um, which is the other reason why you start with the people who you're comfortable with and yeah. where you feel the most safe.
0: These are all great tips. Thank you so much. And what about you, Jennifer?
1: When I've gone through all of those shifts, I found that there was a lot of confusion around who I was, what I wanted to do, what would give me meaning. And I needed to feel inspired again. So I actually first went out into nature. That's one of my favorite things. I, I took a step back. I became a little more internal and really connecting with myself and my heart and really feeling into what I felt was missing what I needed to change, what was working, what wasn't working, what drained me, what fueled me. So I find that when we do that inner work, it really makes the outer work effortless. Mm -hmm. That inner work creates an outer mastery. And then when we get a little more clear on that from ourselves, and it's not so confusing when we start talking to other people and getting all kinds of different perspectives and information, which is useful. However, at first, if we're in that indecisive, unsure kind of way of being, that it can also be very confusing because people can come with a lot of different opinions and perspectives. Mm-hmm. And then we start that self-doubt and the self-worth and that whole downward spiral. So I feel like the reconnecting with ourself inwardly in our heart, going out into nature is really expansive for me. So that I found that really helpful. And it also helped me get to that frequency or vibration that would attract the people I needed in my life that were two steps or even way ahead of me that I can talk with and aspire or watch for a while. You know, there's so many podcasts and shows out there and sometimes just observing all of that and getting clear and then reaching out and connecting. For example, that's how I connected with Monica who produces the show that mm-hmm. um, I saw her on a podcast and I, I could relate to her and I really resonated with her. So I reached out to her. We started connecting and then we had, our little group meeting and then we'll continue to connect. So I feel like starting from the inward connection that we start drawing in the people and resources and supports that we need in our life. And they just start showing up, you know, when the student's ready, the teacher appears. I truly believe that. I've experienced it, I've witnessed it. It's getting lined up with your tribe, the people who get you, who, are where you want to be and Mm. who have the traits of what you want to become and that can really support each other in that and so there's a million networking groups out there so how you even decide is first getting a little bit more clear on what you feel
0: you need or what you feel is missing and then looking for that that's fantastic yeah yeah and and not be afraid to ask for help too often especially women i feel that you know, we're we're used to be troubleshooter, right? We we resolve everything around our house. Where we know how to move forward, take care of our things, but also and also, it's good to have a tribe and to have other people that you can talk to, like converse and have mastermind and and exchange idea and build on each other's idea and support one another. And that's what i love about mink life you know uh motivator is that we get together and we talk and there's always someone in there to support you and help you and help you think differently you know brush idea with you and say oh well, yeah okay that's interesting have you thought about this have you thought about that and Melanie from the couch she's pretty amazing she she's a good ideas um brewing when i talk with her she has tons of ideas lots of experience in her life And what she said right now, she says, I love love every moment with Monica. The energy we generate is contagious. Yeah, because we're part of this tribe together and we work together. So find yourself a tribe. If you don't have one, come and check us out. We accept men and women. And we're uh, not gender preferable. So whatever gender you identify with, you're welcome. And the uh, mink life motivation is pretty amazing. So I would recommend you come and check us out. I can't read that fast <laughs> so now the last tip let's wrap it up so what is one tip for calibrating your life by focusing on your career so we'll start with uh, Jennifer what is one tip for one calibrating tip. your life
1: mm. one step is to really connect with that eye your soul's expression for what you're here to pass on in this lifetime because no matter what you're doing you're expressing that through
0: whatever you are doing mm. thank you And what about you, Amy?
2: Well, I try to look at what's working. Um, And I recently was talking with someone about, um, I was using an analogy of sometimes um, things are really, really hard and get stuck. And the analogy was like, I'm rolling a boulder up a hill. And if I'm rolling this really hard and heavy boulder up a hill and it keeps running into trees and it keeps falling off the cliff, then that means it's not working. Um, But if I'm rolling this boulder up a hill and I'm not running into anything, it's kind of easy. And then I'm usually on the right path. Um, And so I try to think about that as I am doing things and calibrating, okay, is this what I should be doing? Is this hard or is mm-hmm. it easy? Um, and if it's and if it's easy, then I'm probably doing the right thing. And if it's not, then I have to take that step back and look and, and see what, where, where did I go wrong? And what things in my life am I doing that are easy? And when I can focus on those, the other things come.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. So yeah, and sometimes we feel that it should be hard. You know, it should be difficult. Like if it's too easy, then maybe I'm doing the wrong thing, which is wrong. You know, sometimes it can be easy and it can be effective. And and it yeah. doesn't mean it
2: doesn't take a lot of effort, right? Like it doesn't mean that it doesn't that it's not heavy. It just means that you're on the right yeah, path. Yeah. You get stronger by lifting because weights, Because when you go right? with your
0: heart, when you go with your passion, it's yes. tedious, but it's easy because you do what you love, right? But if yes. you go against your passion or against what you really want inside, that's going to be like, you're going to have to push yourself off the bed every morning. You're going to have to push yourself to do the things you have on your calendar. But easy, as you said, it's not It's not it's done, but it's more, it's more, I have the heart to do it. I love doing that, even though I'm sweating and, you know, like everything I do is <laughs> it, like, it's working that path, but I love it. And for myself, I think it encompassed everything in a sense that we have to quiet down those saboteurs, those voices that are telling us that you're not good enough. Why are you doing this? Or um, you better agree with him because, you know, why fight? You, you're never going to win with that person. So learn to quiet down those saboteurs and learn to stand in your two feet and and walk your passion. Just like Amy was saying, like it should be easy. It has to be, if your passion, if your heart is with you, even though you're sweating and you're working hard and your muscle ache, it's easy because you love it. It's easy because you are excited about what you're doing, and there's saboteurs that says, "Oh wow, it's too easy. Why? It has to be hard, you know, or different things like that. Like quiet down those saboteurs. Put put a force field in front of you, and they can't bounce back and move away. But don't let, don't let them enter into your head. And lastly, the announcement. So um who's going to be the first? Drum roll. Well,
1: you can definitely find me on LinkedIn. Uh, You can connect with me there. We can talk about anything that inspired you or that you have questions about. And here's the link to be able to do that. Let us
2: connect with you. Thank you. Amazing. And what about you, Amy? Um, Join me in my kitchen when I on my podcast. Um, I talk with my friends and family about things in life that are hard and how to move forward um, and what's next. So you can find that link. Um, will take you to the main show website, but you can also find me on Spotify or Apple
0: podcasts, kitchen chats uh, look for kitchen chats for sure. And you can find me having a chat with me. So at tiny.cc forge slash. Oh no. Do I get the calendar link there? Okay. Calendly.com slash serenity expert and i would love to have conversation with you if you want to create your map if you want to quiet down the saboteurs if you want to move forward in your life and and because i amy we talked with her earlier and she's now soon to be empty nesters and i've been working lately with empty nesters and help them rock the second half of their life so that they can shift it from the crisis to the oasis. So if any of these situations happen to you, book a call with me. I would love to have a conversation and see where we can go together. So thank you so much, Lady. It was such amazing. So now let's listen to the announcement of our Mink Life.
3: Hey, this was a good show. I was having so much fun back here listening to you guys talk about this, Uh, but we have so many things that are happening in the Mingle Mink Life online community, Uh, and these are just a couple of those announcements. Just so you know, if you are enjoying the show and you want to be on the stage with them, you can join us. That's right. You can be on the screen by just going to www.minklifemotivation.com forward slash live and join the conversation on the screen. If you are like loving this, you're like, oh my gosh, I really would like to listen to this on the go, guess what? You can watch Mink Life Motivation Live on the go or listen to by going to Spotify or any of the other places that podcasts are located. Type in Mink Life Motivation Live and get your listen on. Uh, we are celebrating uh, life and figuring out what's next on June thirtieth. That's right. You can join Denise and several other experts helping you with your life, your business, your bre- uh, I'm sorry, your life, your romantic partnerships, your your lifestyle, your career, your nurturing, your tribe, all the parts that make your life yours. Uh, we are doing awesome workshops and panel discussions and uh, break um, breakout sessions as well to help you figure out what's next. You might even see some of the people who are on the screen today. Uh, If you are looking to be a speaker, you can also join us as well, uh, because we are still looking for speakers for this event. Uh, That is June 30th, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m.
0: Mountain Time. Can't wait to have it. And back to you, Denise. Thank you. Yes. And I invite you two ladies to join me at the conference. I think we could have a great day together and uh, really share our knowledge and our insight and in supporting one another and supporting the people that will be listening to us. So I guess that's the wrap. So thank you so much, ladies. Until next time. Be kind to one another. Thank you. Thank you so much.